Welcome, my friends, to this week's episode of Motivational Moments with Maria. I'm your host, High Performance Coach Maria, and I'm thrilled and I'm always honored that you're joining in, listening in. And by the way, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate the feedback you're sending in and I appreciate the comments. So please keep them coming. Now, every week, it's my intent to increase your awareness of personal growth. And because I want you to stay more focused, energetic, disciplined, and inspired so you can experience more excitement, fulfillment, fun, and joy in all areas of your life. And of course, it helps me stay passionate and obsessed about the work I do in personal development and personal growth. And you know that if I can make a difference in one person's life, I am fully, fully charged. Now, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been around someone that just seems to have their shiitake together? I mean, someone that has it together and they appear to be flourishing in all areas of their life. And you wonder, how did they do it? Or how are they doing it now? Listen, a great life just doesn't happen. When we use the right tools, imagine what's possible. Now, what I know is a lot of people say, they say they want change, but most people do not take the steps necessary to make change possible. Now, listen, I've been there. I mean, I have been there. I was stuck and I couldn't seem to get ahead. I mean, many, many, many years ago, but I wanted more. I wanted more and I knew there was something more. So I began to, someone turned me on to these tapes. They said, hey, Maria, go listen to these tapes. Yes, I did say tapes. Yes, cassette tapes. So you know that it was a long, long, long time ago. Some of you listening in, you may not even know what I'm talking about, but we had these little cassette tapes. All right, now everything's digital, but in those days we listened to tapes. So I listened to a lot of them and I thought I began to flourish. So how can we flourish so we live a fully vibrant life. Now, decades of scientific research shows that we can be happier tomorrow than we are today. But what happens? What happens to us? The media, oh, especially now, the media would have you believe that we should not be hopeful and they work hard on instilling fear, uncertainty, and doubt in you. However, listen up. Evidence over the years shows in many ways the world and you are better off than ever before. So there really is cause for hope in this world and it begins with you. We can be happier tomorrow than we are today. Psychologists have spent many, many years studying how people flourish. So let's first talk about why some people feel they cannot move forward. And it begins, it begins with learned helplessness. Yes, we learn it. We're conditioned and we begin to feel like nothing you do or nothing I do makes a difference. And I cannot change my circumstances. And when you feel you cannot change something, you give up and you stop trying. And learned helplessness is also connected to depression and anxiety. And the concept of learned helplessness was discovered accidentally by psychologist 
Martin Seligman, you know, the father of positive psychology, and Stephen Mayer. Now, they had initially observed helpless behavior in dogs that were classically conditioned to expect an electrical shock after hearing its own. Now, first of all, for all you pet lovers, this was a long time ago, okay? This was a really long time ago. So they conditioned these dogs to expect an electrical shock after hearing its own. And then later on, they put the dogs in a shuttle box that contained two, two chambers separated by this very small, very low barrier. Now, the floor was electrified on one side, but not on the other. Now, the dogs that had been subjected to the classical conditioning absolutely made zero attempts to escape, even though avoiding the shock simply involved jumping over a small barrier. Now, this is just one example of learned helplessness. But what about us? Now, learned helplessness for us begins in childhood. When children or you may have needed help, but no one came to your rescue or to your aid, you may have been, may have been feeling that nothing that you could do could change the situation. And repeated experiences that bolster these feelings of helplessness and hopelessness can result in growing into adulthood, feeling that there is nothing that one can do to change your problems. So how do you overcome this? So I'm just going to give you two methods today that I would love you to consider so you can begin to flourish. Now, there's just a, a lot more into this. It's very in-depth, but today I'm just going to talk about two. I want you to think about adopting an optimistic explanatory style versus a pessimistic explanatory style. Now, what do I mean by that? Optimists avoid patterns of learned helplessness by seeing personal situations as externally related. So, for example, all right? So, for example, I've got this, this area in my life where I am about to do a presentation, okay? I'm about to do this presentation. But somehow, the presentation doesn't go as well. Okay, so it doesn't go as well, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, what happened at the presentation? So, I'm going to Adopt an optimistic explanatory style. So what I'm going to say is I didn't perform at my peak because I didn't get enough sleep last night. So it's how I explain the cause of an, of an event and where I attribute the responsibility to me. Okay? And a person who classifies an event as internal will see themselves as the cause rather than the external factor. Like I said, I did a, I'm terrible at public speaking today, but it's because I didn't sleep well last night. Okay, Simple, simple, simple little thing. And then or I missed a key point because I completely forgot about it. I just totally missed it, but it's temporary and short-lived. And it's probably, I'll say to myself, because again, I'm being optimistic. 
I said, this is probably a one-off, Maria. I, you know, you, you were tired. You didn't practice as much as you should have. It happened once. Who knows what'll happen in the future, right? Who knows? Or I might say situation specific. Oh, I was giving a talk and I didn't know the material because I'm not well versed in that area. My weakness is in this one area. Not all areas, not everything. Or this particular setback in my life is only related to X, not Y. Pessimists, on the other hand, okay, we're talking about optimistic explanatory. Now we're going to take you to pessimistic explanatory. Pessimists fall into patterns of learned helplessness by seeing personal situations as this. First of all, internally related. Something is wrong with me. I'm never good at public speaking. I suck at writing. I'm too old. I'm not good at anything I attempt. And pessimists think stability and long lasting. Oh, this is going to happen again. I know it will. It's, I'm doomed to repeat the same behavior over and over again. And it becomes all encompassing. I will screw up every single sales presentation. This screw up is going to show up everywhere. I'm terrible at this. So you can see just those conversations. You can see that optimism, optimistic explanations are very different. So I want you to really think this through. Consider how you, how you respond to situations that occur throughout your day. Psychologists have proven that happiness is hard work and we must be aware of the catastrophic things because we say it to ourselves all the time. Do you ever catch yourself asking, why did I say that? Man, I must be dumb. Or I must be getting old because I keep forgetting stuff. And why can't I do this simple thing? So I want you to stop and treat these, these sort of conversations as some external voice, not your own inner voice speaking to you and then argue against it. Argue against it. As I said, learning to flourish is hard work. So then, okay, so, so we've got the optimistic and the pessimistic explanatory style. You focus on the optimistic, okay? Then the second method I want you to think about, and it is a cognitive behavior therapy. It's called the ABC method for reframing negative situations. So what happens is when faced with disappointment or any kind of negativity, you begin to change your helpless and pessimistic perspective by using this method. And again, this was from Dr. Martin Seligman and Dr. Albert Ellis. And this allows a more flexible response to negativity and is the perfect next step antidote to the defeatist mindset of learned helplessness, okay? So step-by-step process to strengthen, because we are working on strengthening your optimistic thinking. Adversity. Okay, that's the A. Adversity, describe the event that happened. Leave out any evaluations or judgments. Just simply put a description of the event that happened in a way that is um, unemotional as possible. 
So for example, well, a team member missed an important deadline and put us behind schedule for the rest of the checkpoints. That's, that's black and white. A team member missed an important deadline and put us behind schedule. So you have now stated what happened, right? You described the event. Now, what belief, the B, belief, explain how the adversity was interpreted. Not how you think it ought to be, but what your default belief interpretation was. For example, I can't believe they are so selfish and are unwilling to take this business seriously. It must be a sign of their overall lack of dedication. Okay, that's the belief. And the consequence, think about the feelings and actions that result from these beliefs. Go back with a different level of introspection and ask yourself how you handled things. Dig deep. How and when do these emotions and feelings lead to certain behaviors and actions? For example, I'm overcome with anger and frustration. I feel betrayed. I feel discouraged. I noticed I began raising my voice and I became hostile towards the team member. Right? Wow. All right. Consequence. You are now angry. And then we go into disputation or disputing. And you might say, wait a minute. Maybe I'm overreacting here. I don't know what the exact situation is. Maybe she has a really stress, she had a really stressful, stressful week, tried to get the work done, but ran into some issues along the way. Okay? So dispute and then energization. This is the last step that's done when successful disputation occurs. Did you manage to turn things around? Put all of your focus on the positive feelings. Reframe your thoughts, your emotions, behaviors. Ask yourself what's different between now, how I just between now, how I just handled the situation versus how I would normally handle it. And I want you to reward yourself. Relish, reward yourself for handling it differently. For example, okay, I feel very proud of myself that I was able to intervene in my automatic reactions, you know, that person telling you you didn't good job and stop my reactions part way through. I'm happy that I'm accomplishing more by looking at things at a more reasonable manner. Now, the, if you continue to use this method, it will get you into the habitual groove of optimistic responding. Okay. It will get you into the groove. So we've got to be optimistic. Now, finally, I want to give you one thing I'd love you to do this week. I want you to think about this. This week, at the end of the day, I just want you to write down every night three things that went well today, or maybe even more. What went well today? Before you go to bed, what went well today? It will put you in a really positive frame of mind. So think about that as you end your day. What went well today? And do it every night. Now, I do it a lot and I've been doing it for a long time. So I don't write it down anymore. I just say it in my head. These are the things that went well today. I lay in my bed and I say thank you to all the things I'm grateful for. But this is what went well today. So those are some things that you can do to flourish as you grow and develop on your journey. 
to greatness. So that's it for today, my friends. I hope you received some value in this episode, and I would love it if you would share this podcast with your friends and family. And if you want to go deeper, you know I'm inspired to help people become the best that they can be. So thanks for listening in today. Until next time, stay focused, stay positive, continue to find new ways of having fun. And no matter, no matter what you choose to be, do, or have, do it with passion, purpose, and I'd love you to flourish. Have an awesome week.